Hello Aquarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aquarius April 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. This is for you if Aquarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other placement of Aquarius you're watching for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Aquarius friend, so say birthday around February 14th or 15th through the rest of the sign, or have a Aquarius placement like 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign, then I suggest you additionally listen to or watch my Pisces report because your very late degree friends will benefit from both. Wow, what a month. We have so much to talk about. We've got the closing up of this open window that has been amazing with the direct stars and our plunge into retrograde energies. We have eclipse season in full force, including a new eclipse cycle, Aries. Libra being kicked off with a black moon solar eclipse in Aries. We've got Mercury going retrograde. And of course, Pluto moving into your sign. We talked about this some in March, so I suggest you refer back to that um, video or podcast because I did cover a lot there, but we are going to touch on some very important things to know again, and this is something that will be happening for, oh, 20-something years, so you know we'll be talking about it for a while. <laughs> so let's just talk about some of the lighter, easier-to-discuss aspects Um and the theme of the month for you. So I'm calling the theme of the month for Aquarius, express, don't stress. And part of that is coming from your very, very, very full third house of expression, whether it's written, um, whether you're talking to people, whether it's artistic, it's you interacting with others in ways that are meaningful to you and hopefully them as well. So we've got the sun, Chiron, Jupiter, Star goddess Astraea, star goddess Vesta, Eris, star goddess Eris, who is going to be in Aries for a very, very, very long time. And then Mercury just in Aries for a little longer. All of that, including that new moon, black moon, solar eclipse on April 19th or 20th, depending on your time zone, all power packed into your house of communication and transportation. So very likely you will be going places, making plans to go places, upgrading devices, upgrading your... Um, way of interacting with other people and possibly taking some very important actions on getting some things down that were in the mental or emotional space and get them into the physical plane. When there are a lot of Aries energies, as we've had in March, as we have again in April, this is like the best for motivation and instigation and, you know, just a spark. It's a spark that can light whatever flames you are wanting or needing. And fortunately, all of these Aries placements are in a wonderful aspect for Aquarius placements. So you've got 60 degree angles of opportunities being made like crazy. This is the ingredients on a counter angle that I always like to describe it as. So all of these placements can bring ingredients that you can make yummy pies with. And it may be not seeming like things are happening for you unless you actually take action on the opportunities that come. So the kind of aspects that we're having now are the kind that they could just come and then fizzle if you don't take positive action on them. So, you know, your input is required in order to convert, alchemically convert these ingredients into amazing um, goodies for you. 
We have to be a little warned of impulsivity, you know, um, and even aggression because all that Aries energy, sometimes it's so busy that it turns into, you know, it always reminds me of like a mosh pit because, you know, it's like people are very aggressively dancing around and then sometimes it turns into fights, you know? So it's like, it is that energy. It's like raw, primal, physical expression that can sometimes turn aggro and turn even violent. So, you know, just kind of be aware of that, that people are going to be a little more on edge, yourself included. And the more you can direct these energies into productive and helpful and healthy things, the more you will be happy for now and the time to come because the things you do now, especially at the earlier part of the month, can really last for a very long time. So, I guess now is a good time before we talk about some more of the personal planet placements to discuss the difference in the energies of the month in the first week through April 7th and the weeks that follow. Okay, so April up to April 7th, we are still in that period of time where the stars are all moving direct. We're not in a shadow period for a personal planet. You know, it's just all about action and moving forward and big decisions and, you know, just the future and getting things done and and planning things. And then as the seventh comes, as we move from the seventh towards April 21st, when Mercury actually goes retrograde, we've got that pre-transit shadow period, which I always like to call or describe as the slowing down before you make a U-turn. So, you know, if you're, if, if Mercury going direct would be in this case, air, you know, um, the car moving straight on the highway, right? At normal speed. And then when you start to slow down to have to make a U-turn and you might have to get over some lanes, that is the awkward period before the retrograde. Okay. So from April 7th to 21st, you kind of things are slowing down. Things are starting to get called into question. Things that were secure start to get shaky. It's a little harder to see more than a few steps ahead, you know, and you can miscommunications, things breaking down, um, that those those uh, traits of the retrograde really start happening before the actual retrograde, which is why I talk about them. So then on April 21st, the whole time that we have of the actual retrograde, which is from April 21st through May 15th, that's like the being stalled out in the middle of the road while traffic is going in one direction behind you, traffic's going in another direction in front of you, and you have to wait until you have a space to get back on the highway. So you're just kind of, things are stalled out. You know, you're just kind of dealing with things as it comes. And then from March 15th through, or not March, May 15th through May 30th is the time where you're kind of getting back on the highway and trying to get back up to speed. And as of May 30th, you know, then that energy will be clear. But right on its tail, we'll start the Venus retrograde pre-shadow period. And then we will go through that cycle, then another Mercury retrograde cycle. So basically through April 7th, is our very grand time to shine free from all of that mischief. And it can be amazing. You know, I definitely have so many resources and we'll be continuing to share with you how you can make the most of these retrograde energies, but they're just not the best for clarity and forward movement and, you know, big decisions and conjuring, trying to create, pushing things out into the world and setting your boats afloat and sending your messages in a bottle out on the tide to be going far and wide. You know, the through April 7th is that time, you know, for pushing things out. And then the energies start to move in. And it will be very notable the more you pay attention at how this month will change. Okay, so if you've got to do important things, you'll have more clarity and oomph in the earlier part of the month. Okay, so the next thing, let's go back to the personal planets before we talk about those big outer planet um, energies and then the eclipses. 
we've also have energy moving through Taurus and this energy is going to light up your fourth house of real estate and um, home and housing and family. And it puts, it's a pressure point for Aquarius. So it looks like some things have to be tended to in your inner world or your, you know, living situation or with your family. And you're going to have to get some things done. But fortunately, the Aries energy can give motivation and ambition um, and inspiration. And then the Taurus energies can give focus and a practical plan. So you have all of the things that you need to do what you need to do. You just sort of have to string everything together and take the time to to deal with things. So that is going to be very much highlighted. That area is going to be very much highlighted for you. So, you know, your house and home and family are, are very, very much lit up at this time. And probably things are going to need you. Things and people and attention and repairs and other topics will be coming up. Mars is moving out of uh, fellow air sign Gemini for the first time in like eight months. That switch just happened recently in March. And so now we've got Mars in a water sign, making its way through your house of health and your daily experiences, your office dynamics. So you might see some emotion and, you know, just having to deal with some health things, maybe, um, maybe having to get your diet on track or wellness visits and things like that. Now, if you have to do some diagnostics, and it's something that can't wait, then just don't worry about the transits. Do whatever you have to do whenever you have to do it. But if you have say in it and it's nothing really pressing, the beginning of the month is definitely, you know, better for clarity about things because once we get into that murky energy, it increases the odds for inconclusive diagnostics and those kind of things. So, you know, if you have to start a new regimen um, or start some new treatment plans, you'll have better oomph for that in the beginning part of the month. And by the way, this energy of the, the retrogrades versus direct. So this is one of my areas of focus in astrology. I have a book called Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe that focuses a lot on this. Um, and if you want to know more about the rest of 2023 as it relates to the retrograde and direct cycles and what to do when, then go to AnnieBAstrology.com, Annie, the letter B, astrology.com. Uh, to sign up for my exclusive content portal, which will give you access to that special calendar where you can kind of see where you're going to plan what. Basically, aligning with the natural rhythms of the universe is much easier than trying to paddle against the tides. Okay, so now on the topic of expressing and not stressing, this energy lighting up your third house is very much about your personal expression and Aries energy is very much about your unique expression. So this is a time for Aquarius to really like let loose with what you're bringing and just sing it on the mountaintops, whatever you've come in with or whatever gifts are just like nagging at you to be expressed. This is the time and you can avoid a lot of stress by putting things into action at this time. And even once we get into the retrograde, there is an energy around action. It just shifts from forward moving future, you know, focused action to action on what's right in front of you. And that's kind of how the mood of the month changes. But action is still going to be the tone of the month, even if it's kind of dealing with what comes up um, or dealing with things from the past. Because as the month develops, the energy is really going to start going inward and backward and basically leaving room in your schedule to deal with whatever comes up. I always liken the retrograde energy to being on a beach 
and seeing what the shore brings up. It could bring a bottle of, you know, yucky stuff, and hopefully you'll throw that out, right? Or it may bring a creature that is stranded and needs to go back in the water. Okay, so you got to deal with that. Or maybe it will bring like a fun uh, bucket that you can play with and maybe it'll bring that, right? So once we move into the retrograde energy, April 7th and after, it's really that time to just hang out and see what the tides bring to you rather than you trying to push off and, you know, get your boat paddling against the tides. And by leaving yourself as unscheduled as possible, you leave room for my favorite manifestation of Mercury retrograde, which I like to call last minute magic. Okay, a lot of times things will come up in retrograde that if you had tried to plan those things, it wouldn't have worked out really well. But then when it comes up randomly, it works out beautifully. So just be on the alert for those kind of things, you know, have your passport ready, have your little money aside. If somebody invites you to a concert or on a little last minute trip or something, that energy is really um, vibrant at this time. And a lot of it can have to do with interacting with family members, family members, um, And this is another topic of expressing and not stressing. This might be a time to clear up some things karmically with family members, both, you know, from the third house and fourth house perspective, because pretty much between those two houses, you cover all your family in one way or another. Um, And you've got both of those lit up. So this might be a time to calmly express um, either gratitude or just kind of clear up, clear the air. And... You know, the Aries energies can be a little impulsive, so you might have to think some things through before, and the Aries energies can be a little aggressive, so you also might want to tone those down. But besides that, this is definitely a time for you to relieve stress by through expression. Okay, so now let's talk about eclipse season. Eclipses bring dramatic closings and brilliant openings. So the ends of things, the beginnings of things, and every six months we have an eclipse cycle that puts us on a very strong, faded karmic track. Okay, so if we start to get off track every six months, the universe click kind of sets us back into a direction that we're supposed to be going in. And as such, it can be very dramatic. Um, We might have to say goodbye to things we don't want to, but we might get to say hello to things that we didn't even know were coming. And that's the energy of this time. So what I call eclipse season is basically the four to six weeks or so before and after the actual eclipses. The actual eclipses are April 19th or 20th, depending on your time zone, which is a new moon, black moon, solar eclipse in Aries at 29 degrees, which is starting a new eclipse cycle of Aries Libra eclipses. And then May 5th, we have a continuation of the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle with a 14 degree Scorpio lunar eclipse. And I'll talk more about that May eclipse in the May report, but just want to let you know that you are going to be under the domain of manifestation for that eclipse, even now in April, even at the end of March. Okay, so insights, news, information, you know, once we're, we've gotten to March, which I talked about in the March report, it's really activating this time of change. And it could be very, very big. So good news about this Aries Libra eclipse cycle is that it is actually in good aspects for Aquarius placements, unlike the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle that's been in effect basically from the end of 2021 through the end of 2023, we've got this is our second to last eclipse um, part or in the series of Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycles. It ends at the end of this year. 
And that's been bringing a shuffling of my stuff and our stuff. Um, you know, your things versus other people's things, your resources, money, and things like that. This Aries Libra eclipse cycle that's in this nice angle for Aquarius is still moving along the me, we front that I like to call it. And that has to do with you versus other people. So this is from now through 2025 that this Aries uh, Libra eclipse cycle will be happening. And if you want to kind of get some insights into what kind of things can happen here, look back to the end of 2013 through early 2016. That was the last time that the Aries Libra eclipse cycle happened. And before that, early 2004 through early 2006. So the kinds of things that happened in that, you know, changing around your me, we buckets, you know, more independence, more vitality, more empowerment, more merging, more connecting, big relationship beginnings, big relationship endings, um, you know, notable things happening to to you um, or to people close to you. That's the type of energy that comes at this time. Now, a black moon is when there's a second new moon, either in an astrological sign or a calendar month. And so they are more rare. It does bring more power to this eclipse. And because this is an eclipse at 29 degrees, that's the pinnacle of Aries energy. Because after 29 degrees, it goes over to zero degrees of Taurus. So, you know, we're, we're, we got a lot of intensity. So a lot of big endings are going to happen, even from this solar eclipse, which will open up new beginnings. And like all these other Aries placements in your expression, communication, transportation, um, relatives, house, this eclipse is also in that house. For early, middle, and late degree friends, because since it's a late degree eclipse, even in the Placidus chart, you um, middle and late degree friends, so February born Aquariuses, as well as the January born Aquariuses, are all going to have this eclipse in your third house. If you want to know more about how this can manifest, go to my YouTube page, Annie Botticelli, YouTube homepage, scroll down to the eclipse um, playlist, watch my eclipse for, or watch my uh, video for eclipses in Aries. And you can get a better idea of the ways that I've seen these eclipses manifest over the many years I've been tracking them. Also, Aquarius specific, watch eclipses in Gemini or the third house because that's the house that this is happening for you all. And you can get more insights into what I've seen occur. Um, you know, And it is also heralding a time to be extra cautious when you're driving and with your cars and vehicles and other modes of transportation. Okay, so I'm going to just touch on Pluto moving into Aquarius because I did go into it quite a bit in the March report. So I suggest that you um, listen there and... Pluto moving, you know, Pluto is the energy associated with the atomic bomb for better and worse. Okay. This is atomic energy, or this is a nuclear power plant. So you basically are having your own Plutonian nuclear power plant at your disposal with a massive amount of power. And then you get to pick what you're going to do with that power. And hopefully you will use that power for good and clear out any resentments you have that might um, cause you to use it for things that aren't as good that could turn around on you. Now, many people who have been without power for one reason or another are going to start getting power from this um, energy. And if you have Aquarius placements, you're specifically focused on, especially the early degree friends. So if your birthday is like January 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, you know, around there, y'all are feeling it even more first, but it's opening up this cycle for everybody. 
So plutonium power is available to you that can either cause self-destruction or other types of destruction or can cause massive creation and support. And so whatever you have to do to use the power for good is what your mission is at this time. It will be there for a very long time, like 20-ish years. And it's, um, you know, it's a long-term trend that's going to help you to clear up things that are not working. It represents birth and death and transformation and rebirth and the phoenix rising from the ashes. So you've got all of that applying um, very personally to you. Saturn just moved into Pisces, which relates to your second house of money and finances. It could bring some tests to your finances, but it also can bring a lot of manifestation. So if you've been working hard to improve your finances, Saturn can take all that hard work that you've done and really make it show up well for you. It can also give you the discipline and consistency that you need to rebuild your financial experience. Okay, I'm going to give you a couple of dates to note in your calendar. And if you want a more complete list of my favorite awesome dates, my sweet and salty list, and um, more dates to watch delivered into your inbox one month early, then definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. Sign up for my free email newsletter. I only send out a few emails a month, chock full of ways to make the most of the starry possibilities. And along with it is my report for the month. Um... And they're always archived, so you can go back once you're in my list. And you can get a deeper, um, a deeper dive into the things to be aware of and also more dates. Okay, so if you like the dates um, with the aspects that I'm about to do here, then you can get more of that there. And those links are also underneath the video or podcast. All right, look out in the days around the beginning of the month, around the third or so. We've got Mercury squaring Pluto you know, some power struggles, big news that can come in. Um, just It's a challenged energy followed right by the full moon in Libra, which can bring amazing partnership opportunities or conflicts. And since that energy in Libra is a fellow air sign, that can trine your placement. So that, you know, hopefully is a leg up for it being nice for you especially if you're closer to 16 degrees. So we'll say 11 degrees through 21 degrees, the closer to 16 degrees, the more you get a kiss from that full moon in the days around April 5th. And so that relates to like February 1st through February 11th and the closer to like February 5th or 6th, the more you get the kiss from that full moon. April 7th is the ending of that open window and the plunge into Mercury retrograde, which officially begins April 21st, goes through May 15th and the post-shadow period goes through May 30th. Look out for a little bump to your self-esteem or some, you know, deep wounds being uncovered in the days around April 27th when Mars in Cancer squares Chiron and Aries. So something ancestral, something from your family, tapping into your personal self-esteem in a way that does not feel good. Um, But that can show you where you've got some weak spots and can help you to shore that up. Then we'll leave off with some nice energy. The days around April 29th, we've got that same Mars in Cancer making a nice aspect to the planet Uranus, possibly bringing in some happy surprises and maybe from the ruckus that is caused from the Chiron aspect, maybe something sweet, um, a sweet surprise can come from any work you do around whatever comes up. I make lots of free things for you each month to see what they are and take advantage of them. Go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. You can see all of my blogs. I've got two blog sites. I have um, a school where I have some free courses. You can go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. 
And so there's a free money course, a money manifestation and changing your financial consciousness called Unleash Your Money Magnet, some vibrant wellness courses. And I have other courses, um, paid courses, including Astrology Basics. If you like how I teach and you want to learn, you want to start with the basics, you can check that out at loomlife.com. Also, my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. If you want to be a professional astrologer, let my 25 years of successful entrepreneurship work for you and my almost 20 years of being a professional astrologer work for you through taking my very comprehensive and very fun course, which you can see um, at my school, loomlife.com, or you can go directly to at beastropro.com, beastropro.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.